1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi,
2: Queens. It's Georgia Carr here, and you're listening to the Queendom Podcast. And tonight, we
1: are...
0: Sup, <laughs> 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 Queens? It's Josh. We are here. It is the Queendom Podcast. You are listening to, if you've accidentally clicked on this... Uh, stick around, because the next hour of your life will be devoted to something amazing. This is the longest episode to date uh, uh, right now, at time of recording, I guess, of the Queen of Podcast, and uh, it, it it's a it's a fun one. It is a really interesting one, actually. We, we don't touch on the cruise side of things, so Georgia cars from the breakaway cruise Cast. so we're switching casts up on the sea, um, but we don't actually... T- touch on cruising much. Uh, this this is a very deep episode, so make sure uh, you've got your kind of brain switched on for this one. It, it, it goes pretty deep, and you need to kind of stay attentive, I guess, to make sure you don't get lost in this episode. Uh, Georgia is an amazingly smart woman, and it was an absolute pleasure to be able to sit down and chat with her, because this was A challenging conversation for me as well. And I love a good, challenging conversation. And I can't wait to have Georgia back on the podcast to uh, go deeper into the psychological side of things. But, Queens, you know what time it is. Let's get stuck in and get down. Because I'm the Queen of the Castle. Get down, you dirty rascal. Get
1: down.
0: Hey, Queens, and welcome back to the Queendom podcast. I am here with our first guest from the Breakaway cast, Miss Georgia Carr. Hello, Georgia. How are you? Hello, Josh. I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you for joining us here. Um, so we always get started off with a couple of quick fire questions. So let's get stuck straight into that one. What is your cool. favourite genre of music outside of musical theatre? Um,
2: I actually really love like 80s pop.
0: <laughs> that is
2: wonderful. I know. So rogue. Um, it's just the music I grew up on. So yeah, I love that.
0: I love that. Uh, favourite band or artist from that genre?
2: Probably ABBA.
0: Yes. can't go <laughs> yeah. past a good bit of ABBA. Can't go
2: wrong bit. with a dancing queen.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, what's your favourite holiday destination?
2: Um. Oh, tough. I've always wanted to go to Saint Lucia. I've actually never been, but that would be like good dream holiday destination. Yes, please. I know. I love Barbados. <laughs> so yeah, Saint Lucia would be the dream.
0: Wonderful. Um. What's the favourite? Your favourite musical that you've seen?
2: Come from away. <gasps>
0: All right, can we just How hold it? Let's incredible. have a chat about Come From Away because, <laughs> oh my God, this show.
2: Isn't it incredible? It
0: was touring in Australia when I went to Broadway in January and mm-hmm. um, my mum was like, you have to see it. I was like, yep, sweet, no worries. So I went to the theater, rushed, got up at like 6 a.m., rushed the tickets, oh, wow. front row on Broadway for Come From Away. Oh
2: my goodness.
0: And like, I'd listened to the soundtrack enough that I knew knew the music. So I was like, yep, cool. Yeah. That first song started and I was like, Oh, i mean, It in for hits it. you, doesn't <laughs> it? Yeah.
2: yeah. You, you feel like you're a part of it. Like, yeah. it, it's so surreal. You feel like you are, like, all the audience is just like a big part of something. Yeah. And the music was that, <sighs> just everything was so moving. Yes. I just remember watching it, being like, "That was the most incredible piece of theatre I've ever seen."
0: Right, and I like got to the yeah. screeching, got to the end of the screeching, and I was like, "That's it! I'm going to wherever this is, and I'm doing yeah. that because that looks amazing." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a. Oh my goodness! I'm like crying, thinking about how good I come from. Oh, oh <laughs> fantastic! Uh, <laughs> um, this might be an Australian question, um, but. When you go to, like, the movie theater to see a movie, mm-hmm. um, are you popcorn or chocolate? Popcorn. Popcorn. Oh, that was decisive, mm. too. That was, like, decisive. no questions.
2: <laughs> I do love chocolate, but I feel like popcorn, like means you're at the cinema do you know
0: what i mean right it feels different like if i've I, got
2: popcorn i'm like right this is an event <laughs> i'm doing something here. i'm here, I'm, here. Set in. I'm, Let's here. Go. I'm i'm prepared
0: <laughs> all right so for everyone listening that is your cue to go grab your popcorn because we are getting yes. stuck right into the thick of things now because we are here <laughs> chatting about this <laughs> this is this is the biggest thing you will hear this week right? <laughs> we're calling it right now <laughs>
1: Oh, oh so wow, true. this is going to be a fun <laughs> one, guys. Get stuck in. Put your seatbelts
0: on. This is going to be a wild
1: one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was your introduction to musical theatre as a whole? How did you um, get into the performance?
2: So, wow, I started quite young. I feel like a lot of people either start really young or they get into it like relatively in their late teens. I
0: was late, yeah. So I, I started you? when I was 18. So.
2: Wow, yeah. I love that though. I think that's incredible. Yeah. because I think that's sort of when I realized I was serious about it I did it before as like a hobby yeah um but knew at like 16 17 that I was like okay I could I could seriously do this yeah because obviously it's such a difficult thing um but yeah so I was sort of my parents gave me the ultimatum would you rather go to stagecoach which is like a, a drama school on like a weekend yeah. or would you rather do trampolining because we want to get rid of you for a few hours on the weekend um and you need to choose one. So originally I chose trampolining. <laughs> I'm the clumsiest person you've probably ever met. And you haven't even properly met me yet. And I'm terrible. I trip over air. And trampolining was not great my thing. considering
0: the dance background that you have. <laughs>
2: right? I know. I know. I'm honestly not very good. Um, <laughs> but uh, no. So I tried trampolining and it just wasn't my thing. So did about one class and I was like I want to do the other thing <laughs> so they threw me into stagecoach um no they're massively supportive and it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me because like that I went every weekend um uh, for like three four hours and it was just like singing dancing and acting That's and so I learned everything basically from about four years old yeah like, I was nearly five but um I used to love it. I used to, like, at five years old, I was, like, such a tiny little, like, dwarf thing. I was so little, honestly. Like, it was abnormally small for five year <laughs> old, which is ridiculous. Um, but they would, like, shove me at the front so I wasn't, like, hiding behind anyone. And I'd just be there with, like, the Biggest show face you can ever imagine. (laughs) Just this little child, like beaming, so excited to get a bit of attention because she's a middle child, so I crave attention.
1: There we go. Yeah, Mm. (laughs) it all makes sense
2: now. (laughs) 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 But, um, yeah, so I loved it. And then, um, sort of took a break a bit while I was at college. So I I went stage coach for 13 years. Wow. Um, I know, long, long time, and I made friends with all the teachers, every student, and like. Went back and helped out and stuff like that, so that was lovely. But um, yeah. So stopped when I went to college to sort of be like, right, need a plan B. I was that person who was okay. like, right, I need to actually get to so instead levels. of
0: following musical theatre to college, you were like, cool, all right, I need to like get a career.
2: Yeah, yeah. So what'd I you, thought. What did you go and study I, at college? Well, I did. I actually chose psychology, history, both Englishes, and I did like a performance devising. Um, a level yeah. instead of musical theatre, um, because I wanted to see like a different side of performance, and, like whether I could be creative in like a different way, which yeah. actually really helped. Um, but psychology was like the big thing for me, where I was like, oh my god, I really love this, and it actually made it quite difficult for me when I was like applying to unis and stuff, yeah. because I did apply to some for psychology and I also applied for some for musical theatre. So my personal statement that you have to write for UCAS was like half while of psychology half I love musical theater I <laughs> trying to marry the two which is an awkward task but i managed it um but yeah so that's kind of how i got into it
0: that is wonderful and psychology is like i love psychology like i couldn't go and study it but like just through my it's, own it's personal experience it's just one of those fascinating things to Learn to understand how different people react to the same situation, mm-hmm. not different situations. Yeah. The, same situation. the like, same situation, and that's where six we can wrap six into psychology because everybody that goes into that theater experiences something different in yeah. seventy-five minutes and, and takes
2: something very different away. Yeah, um, yeah, that's always an interesting one to see how people react to it.
0: Yeah, it's um, oh.
2: and like also like splitting it and whether there's any correlation between like age gaps or like or gender or upbringing or where you're from it's, exactly someone and does take something different but it's always interesting
0: 100 percent. we could make this a really long-winded episode and just go down the yeah. you guys would be like what are we talking about but it'd be information but <laughs> exactly. um, do you remember what the first show was that you saw
2: yes so it was my fair lady <laughs> I know, interesting okay. one. Um and then after that I was like, I'm gonna be Eliza Doolittle. I'm actually gonna be her, like I'm already her. <laughs> and I would used to go around the house, like, oh la, what? <laughs> like, <stupid. laughs> um and my parents are like, okay, yeah, yeah, nice, This so,
1: little okay, five year old with her stage face running through the kitchen.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um I actually still have the program from when I went to go and <sighs> see it. I keep all my programs, it's like my my one stagey thing. Yeah. Same, love right? that. <laughs> I love it. Um I, I love the look of playbills though. I think they're so much better. Hey, than oh yeah, than other like ones. so we have similar. And free.
0: Right. We have similar stuff to you. So ours is the same setup as the UK and then the Yeah. New York US are just like, here, just have it. Like
2: Just have it. Like there you know who's in the show. <laughs> go and look them up. Exactly. Great. <laughs> um, but no, so yeah, I've still got the the program from it, which is amazing. But it was just that whole thing of like actually being in the space and seeing it done properly. Yeah. I'd been in like little shows at Stagecoach and like obviously like audiences of like two hundred, all the parents of <laughs> the kids yeah. going to see you, and it's like I've made it. And then you go and see, it and you're like, whoa! Well,
0: <laughs> I've got a long way that's to go.
2: <laughs> <it>. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I I like I didn't see my first show until I was. 16 17 i think and that was, was mary yours? poppins so oh, um me. that was a really the the thing that got me there was the choreography i think it I, I don't know if it was the same for the uk but um step in time when bert does like this tap dance oh, on the roof man. like i was like this is cool like wow yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> um and that that was the moment for me and then i kind of fell away from theater and um hamilton was the one that dragged me back in so
2: oh wow that was a spectacle right and i remember like crying during the opening number i was like (laughs) one of my best friends um some of my best friends actually and like our mums who all came to see it with us which is lovely and um we were just all sat there, and we had listened to Hamilton like from quite near the beginning. Like we we caught onto it quite quickly. Yeah, and I just remember us all holding onto each other's hands and just like crying. Yeah, it
0: was a I heard the dum 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 and I was like, Oh, oh, oh my god! This is it? And then the first time I saw it, I was in Chicago, and the girl playing Eliza did something that I haven't seen anyone else do. And right at the end of Who Lives, Who Dies, she let out this. Howl of sadness, like she full on. And I was like already clapping, and she was like, <gasps> like, and I was like, <gasps> and, I was like, <gasps> and I was like I was stuck in my chair, I couldn't move. Oh, I was man. just like, girl, you got me. And that is yes. what theater is all about is those emotional Amazing things people. that oh, it's just I'm emotional tonight. We're gonna have a good episode, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, so from your decision to go to college from something different, what brought you back into? the theater world.
2: So I sort of it's not that like I ever took my eye off the ball or anything like that. I was always working, practicing and like trying to get better. Yeah. Um so I'd singing a few singing lessons and stuff. I just didn't want to commit as many hours a week to it to try and have a backup. Yeah. And that was sort of like the logic in me that was like you need to have a backup in case it fails and Part of me wishes I didn't do that and just, like, pushed even harder. But at the end of the day, I still got to where I am. So I obviously worked, like, relatively hard enough. Um, And it was when I got into drama school. Uh, So I went to the London College of Music. Yep. um, And I I got into a couple of drama schools, obviously all of auditions. But the first, like, three auditions for drama schools I went to, I got rejected from. And I remember being crushed and being like, you know what? Just going to do psychology. It doesn't matter. This is why I got a backup. And then my dad, who was like the person that was sort of like, yeah, like good idea getting a backup. Then like sort of was like, hey, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> this is your dream. Stop giving up. He was like, you're going to go. Because I was like, I don't, there's no point in me going to any other auditions. And he was like, are you joking? Like, of course you are. Stop being stupid. Yeah. And I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. But then I did. And I sort of went in with a new attitude. And funnily enough, uh, the the four schools I went to to audition for after that, I got into all of them, See? and I do think that was because of a change of attitude. So I yeah. can thank my dad for that. Um, See,
0: look, we're yeah. hiding that psychology thing right into this. This is going to be a theme for us, right? Just weaving it. In.
1: <laughs> um, like, but, but that's now, the yeah. thing about
0: theater is that it is such a yes or no industry. Like, yeah,
2: and and rejection have, is hard,
0: and you've got to kind of it's. It, even though it's so um, regular, it, it, it never gets easier to be like, crap, never. like I'm not getting what I wanted. <laughs> like, and you've yeah. got to find a way to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and get on the horse because exactly. we're going hard. It, that's,
2: it's not about the rejection. It's about how you deal with it. Yeah. That's a massive thing. And it's very easy to give up. Like, don't get me wrong. Like there have been many a time where I'm like, I don't know if I'm right for this. I do not I'm cut out for it. And then, Something always happens that I'm like, no, 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 I am. I need to, I need to do this. Yeah. And the more work I put in, the more results I was getting. So there is sort of a correlation. Obviously it does come down to sometimes luck, what you do in the room or like whether the timing is right. Yeah. Um, for sure, like 100%. And sometimes time won't be on your side, but it's, it's how you deal with it. You get like exactly like you said, you've got to pick stuff up, dust stuff off and improve. Keep yeah. bettering yourself there's no such thing as, as perfect and I'm not saying you should ever strive and keep pushing like in a in an unhealthy way but if you want to be better you can always get better yeah. you can always improve yourself and like it's enjoyable to see what you can do I remember the first time I was at uni and um, it was like my second year and I was quite classically trained in singing before I went to university and in my whole first year I just did soprano stuff like parts of Penzance and like a lot of like phantom stuff and stuff like that and I remember being like okay but is this my cast type I don't really sort of look the type to fit that so I need to sort of like rearrange a bit and I remember my singing teacher in my second year gave me like a super belty song and it was um, screw loose from <laughs> Cry Baby hilarious song absolutely amazing proper character song which I love and I remember he was like just sing it through I'd listened to it and I was a bit worried about the high note But I just let it out, and he was like, didn't he? I was like, what?
0: And it's those moments Um, where you're like, damn. Like,
2: yeah, like, I did that. I'm I'm proud. It's when you you like switch off your brain
0: as well. You're just like, kind of it's just like I was honestly oh, totally
2: just... in playing this absolutely lunatic character that I was like you know what if anything horrible comes out of my mouth I don't care because it's a character choice exactly <laughs> <laughs> so but that was like such a moment where I was like I sort of finished and then I sort of like snapped out of it and he just looked at me like <laughs> I was like who are you <laughs> yeah like that
0: just happened. <laughs> oh, th- those those moments, moments
2: so that make dope. you want to be like, right, I can do it. Yeah. Push through, get that. You push for the going. next one.
0: You want the you want that next exactly. like what else can I do?
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: I love that. Um so getting your training shifting back into theater, um we get to kind of the show that we're here because we're not just here to hang out and talk about Come From Away and other shows. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We are here to talk about Six, um, this mega musical that we are all fondly a part of in some way. Um, What was your introduction to Six? How did you find out about the show?
2: So um, one of my flatmates, actually, she was obsessed. Obsessed, like she fully farted but I just said fully fart oh my goodness fully part of the queendom um not fully fart that's not a good thing um <laughs> and, um she, I could hear she was next door to me and she could she would play xy she could play six don't lose your head all of those cracking tunes and I was like what is she listening to and she went I went to go and see six I went oh like how was it because I'd heard of it and like a few people had sort of said you need to sing this song. You need to sing that song. So I have like a potentials like playlist. that I just like added them to, and then I'd get to listening to them when I had the time. And I was like, Oh, how was it? And she went incredible. Like you have to listen to the music. So I was like, okay, like I will then. So I just, I listened to it from start to finish. And I was like,
0: whoa, yeah. <laughs>
2: that was, that was it's sick. An and like, that was the first
0: time you listen yeah. to it. It's like,
1: this is a musical <laughs> here, <they're like>
2: Divorced, <laughs> And it's like, oh like where are we going (laughs) okay yeah I'm him I'm ready um and I was just on my own listening to the whole show the whole way through it was quite like late at night actually and I remember finishing it being like wow like I think I need to sleep on that (laughs) yeah (laughs) because it was such like a thing and then I remember I'm such a big thing I have such a big thing for like researching everything once I like really catch on to an idea so I was like six <laughs> six yeah. a musical everything just looked into it tried to get tickets couldn't and then one day um my lovely friend tagged me in a post on twitter from pearson casting announcing the opens now like the reason i like was interested in the opens was because i i do have an agent and i signed with lovely lexi from flp i signed with her about two or three days after the private course had finished. Yeah. As in, like, had like they'd finished taking applications on Spotlight, so I and I knew that, and I didn't want to rush my decision in choosing an agent because it's such an important one. But um, I and I knew that I knew I was going to miss it, but I was like, it's fine, it will come around again. And then lo and behold, I get tied in this from a good friend saying, "Please go for this, you would be great." And I was like, God, I never actually considered that. Like, I love the musical, but I never actually considered being in it. Yeah. I Was like, you know what? what is there to lose? Go to an open audition. I'd heard so much, uh, about Pearson casting and like everything was proved to be true. They are beautiful, beautiful people. And yeah, they're amazing. But, um, I was like, it would be a great opportunity to meet them, show my face. Like who knows if they see me now, then they might be more inclined to see me at a private and never imagined what actually did happen. So yeah, it's kind of blew me away. <laughs>
0: um, and speaking of casting, uh, we've been dropping figures for the last couple of weeks. There is about 80-odd of you that have been cast in this show, that have been on stage and performed this show, like 80. This show is, like, That's crazy. international. Like, it. it's yeah. so weird how small yet how big this show is. Um, so what's it like being one of less than 100 people to be able to portray these people on stage to an audience
2: well now you said that that's (laughs) kind of blown my mind a bit (laughs) I did not know that That is, yeah that is that is crazy um but it's it's it doesn't just feel like that because we have the queendom so it's it feels like a huge uh, this sounds quite cheesy but it does feel like I feel very very supported Mm. By the producers, by the team, by the writers, by by the the creatives, by all of the, the queens and all of the queendom. It it never feels like I'm part of like an elite group. Yeah, but we are all queens. We all fix each other's crowns, and we all help oh. each other out in times of need. I know. Mic drop. Um,
0: we touched on that um in an episode with uh, Brioni like a couple of weeks ago, and um, that queens fix each other crown. I just that is my go to thing whenever I'm like down I'm that. like I'll put it out there because someone's gonna be like you're awesome someone like, yes, will help. yeah
2: yeah absolutely and sometimes you do just need like a bit of reiteration from someone to be like yeah you rule and it's like yeah I do thank you I just needed, I needed to read to it
0: I just needed it in black and yeah, white I just, We're good. <laughs> I just needed to
2: hear it from someone who wasn't my mum you know I mean? like, love my mum but she's biased yeah <laughs> um but no, I, yeah, I I love that um, queens fix each other's crowns, and I've sort of like I I said that long before I was cast or anything like that. I, yeah. I think it's a great thing, and like women supporting women is like a huge thing for me. Yeah. But um, it's yeah, like you putting it into numbers like that is is a bit mind blowing, and it does make me feel like oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah yeah, it's amazing.
0: Speaking of women supporting women, um, being the 90% odd creative team that it is female um, and obviously casting all female. What, what is it like being a part of a show that is all female power?
2: Incredible. I cannot stress enough how amazing it is. It is. I've, I've, so I've got, I grew up with two brothers, um, like male dominated, male dominated household, which wasn't ever a problem. It was, it was just like I had gained so many sisters, and that is something that like I kind of always wanted. I just wanted like another little girl like me, just to like reassure myself that like everything's fine, like yeah, we're, we're dealing with it. um But yeah, I did. I gained true friends and true sisters, so it was epic. um I actually one of my my final show at LCM. I did Bernarda Alba and Viola Schweizer, based on Lorca's book, um, and that was an all female cast there were 10 females in it and it was a female director and again that's that's where I realized like the power of females and like Mm -hmm. female performers and just like females full stop but it was those those women were so powerful and like we told such an incredible story and it's like relatively dark but we pulled it off and I remember finishing and people were like wow and I was Mm -hmm. like yes like yes this is the power that we have like let us unleash it um and then yeah just being cast in six i would, there's always like a stigma i think of like nastiness and cattiness and like with females and i just think it's rubbish
0: i, I think it's honestly but rubbish coming into the queendom like i joined probably june last year right right i haven't seen that like anywhere Never. like n- not from anybody anywhere like it's just literally leave everything at the door or you're like here to support like if you don't like that yeah this ain't the place for you <laughs> get out yeah <laughs> like exactly it's, like
2: it's, we don't we don't have any henrys sorry
0: exactly
2: that's what i'm going to call them now you're a henry you're a henry <laughs> that is great
0: <laughs> we're going to coin that here on the queen <laughs> of podcast you are a henry please leave <laughs> um,
2: henry's at the door
0: <laughs> exactly like and i think that whole thing and it's funny to see it's a female dominated show and everybody knows that and the like me the guys speaking from a male perspective like all the guys that come into this show as fans are like this is sick and like we're here to support the fact and at the start of running my account like i did feel a little weird and like my friend was like are you sure you should be doing this i was like right like a male like i was like no like, we've got to support because, Absolutely. like, this That's whole thing point. is about supporting and lifting the females exactly. in this position because theatre needs the change. Like, Lucy was set to become the youngest female director in Broadway history.
2: Incredible. So,
0: like, that incredible. Form, her name's going to be in that history but forever for that, that. Um, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And then there's yeah. so many amazing people like yourselves cast in the show, but the creatives, Lucy, uh, Lucy, um, carrie Ann, Freya, all the way through like there is some amazing people involved in the show which this is going to be like a launching platform for a lot of you guys cast plus a lot of the creatives involved in the show as well like yeah. carrie Ann's already the associate choreographer for Hamilton so like one of the biggest yeah. shows in the West End like this is just that launching platform for yeah the next wave of musical theater because it's just gonna shift this way and everyone's gonna be like well, we've been sleeping on this for how long? Um, yeah. <laughs> how stupid were we?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally, it's so true. And it is, yeah, it's it's that feeling as well. I, I always got it in the show on the sort of, I got it in the moment where we would sort of turn to the audience uh, before the I Don't Need Your Love remix, um, where we'd be like, we yeah. got gotcha. <laughs> And then seeing people's faces like, oh, that would be incredible and then right at the end um of six and at the very end of the mega six more so at the end of six because it's like this is the this is the end of the of the show and we've just done that and it's seeing people's reaction and it's it's people that like stereotypically you wouldn't expect to enjoy it but it doesn't matter that's the whole point of the show that you shouldn't stereotype and you shouldn't compare and actually yeah anyone and everyone can enjoy this show because why not it's full of yeah. energy it's full of color it's full of light it's full of story it's full of characters it's full of absolute bops like the music is just oh. incredible it's, it's, it's an joking.
0: album on its own like you don't need the context yes. of the show to listen it. to it <laughs> like it's need, and that's
2: that's what i loved as well when i first yeah. listened to it i remember being like Good. like, I can imagine this being a great musical, but what a concert. Like, what? I'd happily go to this and
0: just, like... You, like, listen to it and tunes. you're, like, cool, I understand it. And then the dialogue in between, you're just, like, oh, this yeah. makes, like, Holbein makes no sense. Holbein's oh, the I, only song that you I <laughs> listen to and you're, like, why the hell is this here? And then you, like, see the before and after and you're, like... And when it's staged with, like, the glow, you're just, like, Incredible. oh, I get it now. <laughs> this makes sense. This makes perfect <laughs> sense. Yeah. Um, Oh, we oh, I had a really good question. I've got to remember it. Um I'm gonna to have to circle back. Yeah, we're gonna to have to circle back to that one. Um being on stage in the show, uh amazing show as it is, what's it like? What's your favorite moment in the show? Um that if you could replay one moment every day, what would it be? Oh
2: um, that's tough one specific moment um when we start ex-wives i think
0: the individuals like
2: yeah yeah, and then going into the live, um that was always like a moment where i was filled with like nervous butterflies but also just filled with excitement of like what are we gonna get today ladies like let's have (laughs) fun um because yeah, like you always get like different audiences. But um, that was always, it was always like a moment before, like the Kabuki opened um, that we were like, yeah! like what's gonna happen? We were just like messing about, having a laugh. And then we also like just stood there in our positions and we just breathed in together. And we were like, let's go, let's do it. Yeah. And that was always like lovely for me. It always got me ready, always got me prepared. Cause I knew whatever happened, no matter, like, what reaction we got, whether anything went wrong, I had my girls on stage. Yeah. And that's all that mattered because I knew that they would save me or I could save them or, like, I I felt safe and protected. So and I, I love that feeling. So
0: That's a word that keeps coming up and um, safe. I feel like mm. everything about this show, from what I've heard about the creative process in the show of you guys getting to the stage finding your characters, um, everybody in the queen it, it's a safe place. Um, 100%. Whether you're trying to develop your own character, go into those kind of um, emotional spots to kind of, especially with Howard, for example, like she's got some deep stuff that you've got to kind of try and connect to. Yeah. Um, what was your experience like um, delving in to Howard's history and trying to find yourself in her?
2: So I think I kind of went from it maybe a little bit differently purely because I had never seen the show Yeah, and still haven't, which is mad. <laughs> um, I was actually meant to have like a scheduled show off the week after we stopped Yeah. Um, to watch like my amazing sisters and like take it all in. But obviously that never got to happen. Everything happens for a reason. But um, no, so I'd never seen the show. So I remember in my audition when I first sang, I sang for Berlin, Howard and Parr and started with Berlin. They were like, can we see Howard? I was like, yeah, of course. And they were like, have you seen the show? I was like, no. And they were like, don't worry, it sold out. I was like, so smooth. (laughs) So smooth. That was incredible. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave because that's all you needed to say. Um, (laughs) But, uh, we have yeah, confidence in this like, show you don't need to worry was, about yeah. it <laughs> that was amazing thank you so much also get me tickets thank you um <laughs> and they were like right just a bit of context and sort of explain the context of all you want to do because I was going from sort of breakdown of um I thought this time was different and I'd obviously learned it but I had learned it in my own way didn't really know what they expected so they were like right we're just going to give you some pointers and like notes on what to do before you do it so I was like perfect and just did it yeah and they sort of like were a bit silent afterwards, and then like they were looking at each other, and they were like, "We're gonna get you to do it again, please." And I was like, "Okay." And the performer knew.
0: Like, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Don't fuck like, it up. <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, and then did it again, and like there was a there was a moment where um oh, I love them, Grace and Fanny, the like directors sort of like looked at each other, and they both had like got. Goosebumps. and I was like, oh! <laughs> I, was like yes. <laughs> um, I was so happy!" Internally, um, just
0: exploding me like play. It cool, internally, play it cool,
2: being play like, it cool <laughs> "Okay, I think I did something right. I'm just gonna like smile because I've broken yeah. out of it now." Um, and then after that, they kind of really only wanted to see Howard, so and yeah. a bit of Par actually, which was cool. But um yeah, so then I sort of went into the rehearsal process, sort of doing my research a bit more and like really. Looking into the show version of Catherine Howard, as well as Catherine Howard, yeah. the Tudor queen, um, and learned so much. Like there are so many cool facts about her. She she did have a bit of a a tragic time, um, which I think was obviously massively upsetting. But it's, it, I think it's more like her portrayal in modern day that is more upsetting because mm. she. It very. It's so difficult. If it would, if they, there was was a K. Howard today, I would hope that it would be recognised sooner.
1: Mm.
2: Um, and like you, you would hope, but obviously you have no idea. Like things are very different in different cultures and different communities. So, like that sort of thing does still happen, yeah. and it is massively sad. Mm-hmm. And I sort of had to remember that and remember that actually, yeah, I am depicting like a moment in history told in a very certain way, but I'm also like representing a lot of women who have been treated this way and still continue to be treated this way that was important for me yeah um and like sort of not seeing the show i couldn't base mike howard off of anyone because i had no idea um and i i just did it the way that i thought it should be done and obviously there were there were directions and like stuff like that and staging that changed things but ultimately like i feel like mike howard has stayed like very much my own, which yeah. I love, um, and yeah, and I, I don't think it's even worth like comparing anyone else because I love that each queen is so individual to the performer. Yeah, that is incredible, and that is something I massively respect. Yeah, we're not carbon copies mm-hmm. of each other,
0: and they, we don't look alike. No we don't what, sound like.
2: like yeah, <laughs> there's exactly. No, point Forcing so, that because. Right, exactly. Yeah. Which is why I also love like the difference in accents and stuff like that. Like it's amazing, and um, but yeah. So I remember we workshopped all you want to do, and every every moment they could, the creatives were like, "You okay with this?" I was like, "Yeah." It was always safe. I always felt really protected, really safe, and really like cared for. Like my feelings were really cared for, which was so important. Um, and yeah, because it's like especially like the way we workshopped it it was very physical and very like emotional do you know what I mean I feel like if I was like the, the swings were sort of watching parts of it and I remember them like hugging me afterwards being like are you okay I was like yeah I'm fine and they were like okay and so obviously it had done something yeah um and there was quite a lot of instances where actually I got a silence after all you want to do um, yeah, in the show, I still which remember was.
0: the first time all you want to do on the soundtrack was my skip song so I, I just couldn't connect to it and I didn't understand yeah. it and then it was about my fourth time it. seeing the show and there was something that night that happened and I was like I get it now and I, I sobbed and I was like yeah yeah okay cool I got it
2: <laughs> yeah it's yeah. it's so tough it's so tough yeah. I'm t- like I do like feel guilty sometimes. Obviously I, I finish a song sort of like looking up, but then I have this moment before I say my next line, obviously the next line is like,
1: it's
2: the joke. You straight out yeah. of it. <laughs> um, which it was also hard because I think people didn't really, they were like, oh, is she took, okay? Do you know I'm I mean? glad I it's saw like, it as
0: many times as I did because the first time that happened, I was like, that feels like it shifts really quickly. And then, when you kind of get used to the you almost get to that point of emotional kind of like down where you're like okay i need to like let's get out yeah. of here <laughs>
2: yeah exactly but that it's like it's mental because um you watch the show like obviously you've seen it how many times have you seen the show i'm up to 14
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's thing. Yeah. i love that
2: So like um, everything
0: you can explain right now i'll probably have a yeah, I'm, I'm not
2: better than me. have seen the show way more times than I have. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so obviously you'll like notice the lighting changes and the difference in like how the lights on the back, the LEDs. They like have little splits That was every after my every, favorite like, thing.
0: So like as I see a show, I'll progress from watching the main cast the first time to watching um, whoever's not the center of attention. So watching everybody else, mm-hmm. um, and then. With the sixth set, you kind of go up the stairs, so you kind of yeah. And then the first night, I noticed and waiting. Yeah, and then when at the first night, I noticed the lights. I was like, Tim Dealing, oh my god! Mm -hmm. Like there are so many, so many lights. It's just like little intricacies that you just like. Like the, my favorite one will always be the the lights traveling up during um, No Way. So when you guys do oh, the, the oh, dum-dum, oh, yeah, so I'm good. like, the first time I noticed that, I was like, that is great. Oh, my mm-hmm. God.
2: One of my favorites is when it goes into a crown as we're doing the slow start to six. Look out for this next time. It's well, amazing uh, when six comes um, back up and running, I <laughs> guess what I'm looking for. Um <laughs> But yeah, on the one of a kind,
0: happy oh, boy. My, when it's really my, slow. That's like a full it just emotional like part up. of that s- oh, show. Oh gorgeous. you're just like, oh this is so happy and you're like, I know what it's yeah. leading into, and I'm like so ready yeah. to like dance, but damn, this is so nice. And it ends on a really <laughs> gorgeous harmony and like
2: Yeah. But yeah, the the lights like travel up and then make a little crown.
0: There we go. It's a huge
2: one. It's amazing. So but, no, yeah, so just like quickly finishing off the all you wanna do thing. um it was it was amazing to do because because I think it did change people's perceptions, yeah, which is ultimately what I think we want to do with with all of the queens. yeah, and um, yeah, I felt like purely because of the song and the staging, the choreo and everything the mood has like nothing to necessarily do with like how I perform it because every queen can do it but it's how it's been set up that makes it very comfortable for me to do and very safe for me to do and I feel like I've done my job afterwards which yeah they've made so easy so it's it's good it's it's difficult but it's good and like sort of like the the looking down and really looking at people Obviously, it's all about eye contact as well, so yeah, <laughs> and like actually looking into people's eyes and have them look at me. And like, some people they like disconnect a bit, you yeah. know, a bit like, I don't know how to feel, I can't look at her. And like, some people will not look at me, yeah. and other people will look at me as if, like I want to help you, are you okay? And I'm yeah. like, I'm fine. Then I was beheaded. <laughs> 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 Funny story, then I was um... beheaded. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's never like nice to, to make people feel that way, but
0: yeah.
2: it sometimes does have to be done to like really open your eyes to a situation.
0: And I think that's what theatre is about. Theatre is yeah. going back to the safe idea. Theatre is this safe kind of place to explore themes that are going on in our society that need mm-hmm. to be addressed in certain ways for people to connect to them um like look at shows outside six so six touches on some pretty um big issues but you look at things like jagged little pill that's currently on broadway dear of hansen yeah uh, like dear and with the whole mental health thing jagged little pill touches on uh drugs and sexual abuse Mm -hmm. that type of thing like there's so many shows that are at the forefront of addressing these shows and the way they're being addressed is becoming ever more less cotton wool like we're not trying to wrap them up and hide them behind the story it's like cool you need to see this because we need to change the perception you, yeah, of yeah you
2: might you might relate you might it might help you in some way or yeah. it might might make you realize how to help other people And it's about, like, theatre is bringing people together. That Mm -hmm. is ultimately what we do.
0: And that's why we've got such a big following in this show, because everyone's here to support each other. Speaking of the following, what was that like, seeing the Queenum come to arms when you were the new Kay Howard?
2: It was mad. (laughs) (laughs) I was a bit overwhelmed. Uh, I remember being like, this is so funny. Like, this it's like it didn't feel real do you know what I mean and like yeah. it's because I suddenly have all these new friends do you know what I mean because they are yeah. like everyone is is a fantastic friend to me they look after me they care about me and I them and it's about putting a positive impact out to my friends Yeah. and so it did sort of like it opened my eyes a bit to being like you know what like there are people who now are like, like influenced by me in some ways yeah. or like look out or listen to what I say. So I need to make sure that I really believe in what I say and that I, it's, it's putting a good thing out into the world.
0: And it kind of, you know, and it's never like like I was putting
2: anything bad out before, but it really made me realize to be like, you know what? No, I can have a really good impact.
0: Yeah. I need to
2: use, use this for good.
0: Exactly. And you're in this position where it's like, I have this platform and on this platform, I don't need to pretend to be anybody else because these people love me for who I am. Like I could put up a photo. Obviously I don't wear makeup, but like you could put up a photo, like makeup free one day and everybody like,
2: yeah. And I did, you know what? Like on the ship, I became so comfortable in my own skin and I still am. And I rarely wore makeup, rarely did my hair, anything like that. And I remember posting the first picture without any makeup and I was so nervous and then I was like you know what no I don't have to be like I love that picture of me and I feel great and I feel fierce and I feel like wild and and just like I feel great and I was like and I felt great when I took that picture so I'm going to post it and the amount of like support I had from people was was incredible and it just made me think you know what yeah like this is a good group of people and I'm very happy that that I'm a part of it.
0: What's it like having these people look up to you? Like we were born, you were 96, born in 96. Yeah. sweet. So we're born in the same year. Um, What's it like we're kind of still looking up to people in our own careers. Like what's it like now knowing that there's people that are now looking up to you moving forward?
2: It's surreal in a way that I remember being that person who was like, Sutton Foster was always like a true love of mine. And I was like, Sutton, I love you. <laughs> um, and now there are people like doing that in a sense with me. And I'm like, you know what? Like I always looked up to Sutton because she always set a great example because she worked hard because she was an incredible performer. And, and like there was so much to her work that, like you could really get your teeth into. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. um, I just remember following her and being like, yeah, like she's she's a just an amazing like human. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like I like I said, like I I do want to put good out into this world, and I think it's important, especially with everything going on at the moment.
1: Exactly. Like there
2: are a lot of like a lot of things going on in the world, and there are so many opinions being thrown about, and. Like some, I agree with some, I don't necessarily agree with, but it doesn't make them wrong,
0: yeah. Exactly, because, like everybody's your entitled opinion to is your an opinion,
2: opinion. Yeah. everyone is entitled to that, and uh, we can argue till the cows come home. Do you know what I mean? So you're blue in the yeah. face, but you need to make sure that your input into the world is is just as important, yeah. And that's what I'm focusing on at the moment,
1: do you know what one. I mean? Like, yeah. I could.
2: There's so many people, and like, there's nothing wrong with it because I also agree in, in speaking up for what you believe in. And if you do disagree with someone, and you believe strongly about it, and you can you back up your ideas, go for it. If you really like disagree with someone, like that works both ways. And that's where you learn. Like if someone's going to challenge you on something,
0: that's where you learn because you're gonna find something in that argument where you're like, oh, maybe maybe I was wrong, or. I now understand yeah. your point of view. I still don't agree exactly. with it.
2: Exactly, it's about yeah, it's it. about being open minded enough. There are so many different opinions in the world to sort of realize and be like, you know what? Like I'm not the only human here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely not <laughs> the only human who matters. Yeah. So I need to realize that and be okay with that and accept that there are going to be many an opinion. And yeah. yeah, you might not agree with them all, but who cares? They yeah. they still have that opinion if if you think it's important for example like obviously like there are things that are said to be right and wrong and like we're we're getting very like philosophical here but like yeah but again, i love these a
0: conversations so we can definitely you, yeah, it it. <laughs> <laughs> I, give um, me a philosophical question any day and i'll be like let's debate <laughs> this for three hours we're good, <laughs> oh, it's so good.
2: um but, but yeah, yeah you, so you're right like
0: there's things that are said up for what you believe be in right and, and wrong as well like there, there are yeah. things that everybody understands is right and wrong but there's also that gray area around right and wrong which is where these opinions form like and that crossover between right and wrong is where these arguments stem from because there's people
2: i think it's also just so important to remember not everyone has had the same upbringing as you not everyone has been through the same stuff as you and that will identify them as a person um or at least like it will influence the person that they are in some way and that's important to remember you may have been very fortunate you may have not been fortunate yeah but everyone is in a different situation and your unfortunate like parts of your life may be very different to someone else's unfortunate parts exactly so i think it's 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 very big and it's very like wide but i think it's important just to try your best to put as much good into the world as possible and and that's that's all we can do
0: exactly and i i love that and we are gonna jump back in time to wrap things up here um so Mm -hmm. what was it like hearing i'm gonna pick hearing the i don't need your love remix for the first time like sung in that rehearsal room because that that for me is the most Powerful, like that—that switch from parby and like, yeah, this is chill, and then everyone's like, remix, Mm. and I'm like, we're gearing up. Let's go. What
2: what was that like hearing that for the first time? It was incredible. Uh, Amelia did such an incredible job of "I Don't Need Your Love." I remember watching her every night and being like, "This is a treat." Just like I had to like stop myself from being like.
0: It's another cool thing about this show is because you guys get to sit there and watch everybody else do their thing, except for kind of like. Sorry, not sorry. And, um. But
2: still, no like way, interacting kind of... with Kelly doing that, it's like yeah. you still obviously you don't necessarily like watch it from an audience's point of view, but it's like it's like Beyonce's backing singers, like yeah. still watching Beyonce. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do
1: you know what I mean? it's like <laughs> you're
2: still you're just a part of it. You are also being watched. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I lived in sorry, and don't lose your head. I loved that number. Um, but no, it was. It was always a part of like me that was like listening to her and being like really in tune with what she was saying and like finding something different in everything in, in what she was saying every night. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, like doing the harm, we gotcha, and then being like, this is the point.
0: Yeah. And and you feel the kind like of even like we're shift. taking back
2: the microphone. Yeah, and it's like the dance changes and yeah. and just everything. You've got obviously like the the record scraps and stuff like that, and it's. It's amazing. It's it's such a powerful moment, but it's the very end of the remix where we're all stood in a, in like a semicircle around Pa, and we are all just looking at each other, and it's like that whole like it's like and a ball of female that riff, power and, and energy. It's just like, yeah, oh, and she's ripping her head off, and then she blocks. finishes it, and we all send it out yeah. to the audience, uh, and it, it is it, that whole like, whoosh. do you know what I mean? It just like takes yeah. over you, and you're like, wow.
0: And you kind of that just, just like, and the best reaction I've ever seen to that was opening night in Australia. The crowd literally just leapt to their feet. Everybody was like, yeah. oh, what else is there to do?" Like, yeah,
2: there that. was nothing else to do but get these <laughs> women a standing ovation. Wow.
0: Well done. Yeah. Um, one more question. Actually, mm-hmm. we got two more, but this is one of my favorite ones. What was it like seeing Howard for the first time? Seeing the pink and trying it on for the first time. <laughs>
2: It was amazing. I had a bit of, like, an emotional time with it. Obviously, it was, like, such a big thing. Um, and, like, just also, there was a lot on show with Howard, and I had to come to terms with that relatively yeah. quickly. Um, but everyone, Gabby and everyone, made me feel so comfortable in that costume.
0: That, that um, was a question I, I wanted trying to ask, hair but I didn't know like, how hard, <laughs> how to ask that. Like, how how was it yeah, going course. from that kind of, to that pretty much it's pretty much nearly a um what's the word a um I can't think of the word (laughs) no it's gone um but yeah like there is a lot (laughs) there is a lot of skin on show for Howard like yeah of course that would play into needing to be comfortable in your own on stage like just rocking yourself and you know
2: what like the way that they've written Howard it's she's so powerful that I'm like I don't care I'm I'm a confident I'm a confident woman I'm confident in my body I'm confident in how I look and you just have to like you have to look at yourself and be like I am beautiful which is one of the hardest things to do and it is really difficult but you have to sort of see past that and be like I'm doing such an incredible thing right now and I'm performing in a dream show in a dream role that that's all that matters, and that confidence sort of like did take me through. That every time I put the costume on, I was like, "Yeah, I feel, I feel great." I'm a queen. Um,
0: this is it.
2: <laughs> I'm a queen. I literally, this is this is my crown. This, I'm ready. I've got my pink pony in,
0: yeah. and
2: um, yeah, it was <laughs> it was epic. And like I, I, did. It made me feel like Howard because yeah. I didn't feel like I looked like Georgia. Yeah. Um, I looked like Georgia's version of Howard in a way, but um, because uh, like we all do look very different. But, um, yeah, I felt, I felt powerful, and the Pink Pony
1: was
2: incredible. I, uh, it was so fun. I
0: love that. <laughs> um, what has your favourite experience been with the fans of this show? What is that thing, whether it was, the, like, the first piece of fan art or whatever, what was that thing where you're like, well, these people actually, like, really care and, like, are here to support me no matter what? <laughs>
2: um, wow there's there's been so many moments like you mentioning the fan art the fan art is incredible I can't get over it like the talent that the queens have not even just in fan art ways I've seen costumes made I've seen people make costumes for their dogs and their cats and I've seen people like write letters write songs perform like songs from six perform other songs like just send me like positive messages that make me smile every time I read them and like that in a sense is like overwhelming because it's like these people have so much love that is just awe-inspiring it's amazing um but yeah I so I'd yeah I'd probably say just like there was a there was a day I got like quite a lot of, of followers in one day and it was just after like we'd been announced and I remember being like oh and then all these good luck messages came in for like the start of the show and stuff like that and I was like these people are amazing and like the, obviously like with the ship's wi-fi and stuff it was quite difficult to be able you to get like, browse everything as, like, exactly so <laughs> it, it did just come as one and i remember yeah. the first time i logged on after like we opened and like six had wished us luck on their on their insta and stuff that we were like
1: oh. <laughs> 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 ah! uh we made and it, was, it. <laughs> like, not only
2: not only the fans but like my my dear friends Stuff like yeah. that and like I have so much talk from family and friends that I cannot thank them enough. Yeah. So it was it was that I think.
0: What is your favorite thing about six as a whole?
2: The girl power. Yeah. One hundred percent. We've touched it's, on that enough
0: this episode to make that pretty yeah cool.
2: <laughs> it's just like the, the camaraderie and just this the sisterhood. I know we call it a queendom but to me it's like a sisterhood I've gained. Yeah. And like that doesn't it's not gender specific no. like you can still like, be my sis do you know what i mean 100%. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah no I, I totally understand that um and being away from the show for a couple of weeks now what what's the one thing you miss about the show
2: um like singing with my girls i'd say
0: yeah performing
2: yeah i just it, like we all like lived next door to each other yeah and do you know what I mean it, it was it's that whole thing like when you're a kid and you're like why can't I just live on the same street as my best friends I did yeah <laughs> I literally lived on the same corridor as my best friends and it was it was amazing and um I'm very very grateful to have the girls that I had like to share my journey with but um and it was so sad that it did get cut a bit short but um like I said earlier everything happens for a reason I'm a big believer in that but I will obviously always miss my girls because we spent so much time together and yeah. it's strange being so far away from them and not even be able to see them at the moment.
0: Exactly. That's and it's always going to be tough. But. Such a weird position we're in. Um, yeah. But Georgia, that brings us to the end of our podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank um, you for having me.
0: We touched on some pretty deep stuff this week, guys. So we did? this might take a couple of listens to get some of the stuff down. <laughs> <laughs> but please do it because 100% worth it. Um, We have... So much going on. So check our social medias. You'll find Georgia's social medias in the description blocks below. Wow, I'm really struggling with words right now, but that's okay. <laughs> you can follow us at the Cast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also check out Oz AusQueendom for the more up-to-date, across-the-world kind of things. We have another guest coming to join us next week, so make sure you're sticking around for Saturday next week as the Queendom Podcast gets another queen to join us in court. Queens, thank you for joining us, and we will catch you in the next episode.
1: Bye.